Thanks for tuning in to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Yeah, time to fuck shit up. Yeah, we are back here. What is going on, everybody? It is the series finale of The Walking Dead. Back with Corey Cameron to give our our spoiler thoughts on the episode. Uh, My reaction to the episode has already dropped on the channel, so make sure to go and check that out if you haven't already. And uh, subscribe and give this video a like while you're at it. We appreciate all your support here on the channel. Corey, man, uh, good to see you again here after a little bit. I know uh, the Thanksgiving holiday and everything, so we ran a little bit of delay here getting this review out. But, man, I want to get your thoughts on the final, kind of, sort of, ever episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, first of all, it's good to see you again, Dagan. Uh, We took a week off because of the Thanksgiving holiday. I know I traveled across the state lines and was was with family over the the last week. So uh, good to be back and talking this last episode uh, of The Walking Dead. Uh, I uh, enjoyed it. Uh, I've only watched it once and when it premiered, so I haven't really revisited it again um, throughout the week. But uh, I enjoyed it. I I was satisfied with the the final episode. Uh, and I know you talked about um, during your uh, watch along, your, your reaction there uh, about the different series that have kind of bad endings. Uh, things like yeah. the Thrones, and I, I haven't watched Lost, but I know, Lost. I know a yeah. lot of people say Lost has a, a terrible ending, but yeah, it's not um, good. Game of Thrones for sure. I know people were pretty upset with, um, <laughs> yeah. but we didn't didn't get that here. And I think AMC, the AMC shows for the most part, um, the ones that I have watched, uh, like Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Mad Men, um, huge fan of Mad Men. Uh, even um, I'm not sure if you got into Halt and Catch Fire, but I love I love, love that show. Um, I think AMC shows all have good endings, uh, and there's no yeah. no exception here with The Walking Dead. So uh, very satisfied with it. Um, very surprised with some things. Yeah. Uh, as far as like who got the axe at the mm-hmm. end and who uh, didn't. And who That's didn't. maybe more surprising. Yeah. We'll talk about true. it. True. Um, but overall thoughts, yeah, I I loved this episode, uh, enjoyed it again, had some few few jump surprises, and was like very happy with uh the ending, like the ending ending of this episode. So I know we're gonna yeah. talk about who kind of shows up here, but um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. What about yourself? Uh, anything different from the the video that you put out uh yesterday or the day before uh from the reaction? No, I, I um, definitely enjoyed this episode. I, I also was very satisfied with how they sort of wrapped everything up, in, at least in the main story. Uh, I, I see like a couple people, their big complaint about this was that it didn't really feel like the end, even though it was being marketed yeah. as the end. 
Uh, obviously, they set up several spinoff shows, which we kind of knew right. was going to be the case. And that's my, been like my biggest problem this whole time throughout this final season is the knowledge that we know that it's not really the end. I feel like if they had saved that and just kind of focused on this one show and fear and tales and what some of these other shows that are already going, that it would have been more of a surprise and would have been a, a, a bigger deal. You know, the big cameo that we got at the end, the big sort of tie in to future shows if uh, if we hadn't known about them going in. You know, it kind of ruined it a little bit for me. But at the same time, I think this was a really solid episode and a very solid season of television overall. I mean, it was a little bit longer, you know, 24 episodes. But really, I thought, I thought the episode as an episode was really, really good and, like, hit a lot of those emotional beats that I kind of figured it would and, and definitely had some surprises as well. But, again, it wasn't, like, a true series finale. It was more of maybe a season finale, if you could kind of call it that, you know? So yeah, um, definitely want to get in and talk about the episode itself. But, yeah, th those are just sort of my overall thoughts after watching it. I, I only watched it that one time as well. But I've like gone back and skimmed through the episodes to like get screenshots or to, or to do my you know my reaction. So I feel like I've ep watched the episode more than once now. Um, but I definitely at some point I'm going to have to go back and maybe not only revisit the episode of the, the season, but the show overall and like kind of mm -hmm. watch everything because there was some stuff that I didn't miss that that I didn't actually see. Like I Carl's death really soured me on the show for a while, and I tuned out for like that whole half a season and then tuned back in when they did the big time jump. And it was like, Oh, okay. Now that's kind of interesting again. And then the show got really good again, but there was a period there where this show was really bad. And it kind of, I think a lot of people tuned out around then. And Carl's was just like the final straw. I was like, all right, I'm done. But I think it was rewarding getting back into it. And, and obviously watching these last couple seasons, which I feel like have been phenomenal television. Right. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people tuned out and not a lot of people still watch this show, but I, I was at least happy with what we got here at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying it's a surprise that I had stayed with the series uh, when it did get bad. There were some, there were some seasons that kind of dragged out and some definitely some seasons that kind of definitely after like the Negan appearance, yeah. uh, a lot of people tuned out. Um, just because people were leaving the show or it's just it's interesting uh, you, you bring that up. Cause I kind of want to maybe discuss that a little bit where it's like, you had that, the, like the majority of fans where it's like, if Daryl dies, we riot, right? Yeah. You stop watching the show. Yeah. I feel like a lot of those same people was similar with Glenn. Well, and Glenn. obviously yeah. we, we may have talked about this a little bit already, but like his death was like, almost like the equivalent of killing off Daryl. Where it was like, yeah. this was like the heart and soul of the, of the show for a lot of people. And obviously it kind of had to happen and it happened to the comics. So like people who read the comics expected it. Yeah, and it was yeah. very, very vital in moving the series forward. Obviously we wouldn't have all the stuff with Maggie and Egan, all this cool stuff. But I think for many people who maybe didn't read the comics, a lot of these like people that are just watching the show for that, that for them, that was their sort of linchpin in right. turning it off They're like okay that's too much and the way that he died too and how brutal it was i, I think that yeah, that yeah, for sure super super like gory and horrific yeah um, if, if people didn't read the comments and didn't kind of see what to expect even to translate that onto screen uh is is very disturbing yeah. uh and and yeah i like if i don't blame you if you did tune out it's it's kind of one of those things 
but like i guess by me reading the comics and kind of seeing and wanting to see how certain things wanted to play out after that fact because like the whispers had kind of already came out in the comic book uh and like the comic book didn't end at that point but like yeah um there was I still to, within, to... within that range there so Right, um, I seem to remember that. Yeah, the the death of Glenn and Abraham on screen happened right around the same time as the whispers, and it was like shortly after that yeah. when they did the whole heads on the pikes yeah. thing in the comics, yeah. which was like, oh god, that's even like taking the Glenn thing even further, yeah. mean, killing off all these characters, and then they sort of, I would say, neutered it, but they scaled it back a little bit for the show, and it was wasn't like as many. You didn't have like Rosita and Ezekiel up there, you know, like a couple of these other characters, but right, yeah. But yeah, so just being as a series as a whole, we're kind of looking at here. The series as a whole is is great television. Um, yes, there were some seasons in there that were um, a little hard to watch and kind of hard to keep up with. Yeah. But overall, especially like you said, these last couple seasons have been phenomenal. Uh, and yeah, if people haven't seen like these last couple seasons. Just You're missing out. Point, definitely missing out. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we've been playing it for the whole this last year um since since this final season premiered last year um like we've been saying that this this these last two three seasons of the walking dead especially with the whisperer war uh and how alpha and beta i love the Al the beta and daryl fight scenes um were all all great uh and kind of just how to get to this this certain point that we're at right now uh, it's it's yeah. just phenomenal television. Uh, I don't think gets enough uh, credit, so um, it, it's definitely yeah. worth going back to watch. It is. I think the weakest point was probably all that stuff with like Leah and that that other like weird yeah Daryl subgroup thing that was going on. Yeah, I feel like we they maybe could have cut all of that out and instead extended the Commonwealth stuff a little bit and gotten more well, into that. Very true. That would be my only kind of criticism of the last couple seasons but overall the whisper stuff was great commonwealth stuff was great especially in these last few episodes you know we had talked about mercer like not enough mercer not enough princess in these last couple seasons and i still kind of stand by that but we got a lot in these final like two three episodes with with them but more so for sure with mercer but yeah i kind of maybe wish they had gotten rid of the, the daryl leah mm -hmm. stuff and and extended some more of this, like, you know, Mercer, Princess, Pamela, Hornsby kind of stuff. I would have maybe liked to see more of that. But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, unless, unless you have any other overall thoughts, we can jump in and talk about some of the episode specifics. Yeah, well, let's jump in. Let's yeah, it. so there was this shot that I talked about last week where I was like, I wonder if this is going to set up the Daryl show, where it's like the scene of him getting knocked unconscious. And is it like, oh, is, he gonna, is this him getting knocked out at the end and then he wakes up? Uh, you know, in France or whatever it was. Not the case. This was happened very early on in the episode where Judith, like, somehow, after being shot, bolts the doors down, and then Daryl ends up getting knocked out by these stupid Commonwealth Stormtrooper guys that are just apparently running through, and they see Daryl, they go, ah, fuck you, and they knock out, and they keep going. <laughs> so I, I don't really I don't really understand why they what the point of them doing that was. But, um yeah, like this. This was just kind of to set up the beginning and the opening credits and everything. But yeah, not with stuff with Daryl happens at the end of the episode where he get, kind of goes off. Jumping forward a little bit, he goes off in search of Rick and Michonne, and I figure at some point in his search for them, 
that's when he gets knocked unconscious and gets taken to France for, for some reason mm. to, to start that show. But yeah, so good, good way to sort of kick things off. We really just jumped straight in here. Like the last episode, I feel like there was a little bit more setup at the beginning of the episode, maybe some conversing and scenes and prepping them for this battle. And this episode like picked up right where the last one left off and just jumped straight in with the action. And it's pretty much nonstop action until we get till the third act. And then, you know, there's more like, Ooh, okay, we can take a deep breath now and, and, and everything's sort of been resolved. But yeah, I, lo I love that. I love like for a series finale, you have to like really kick things into high gear right away. Yeah. Yeah. And this whole like hospital sequence um, is we were like, we're in here. We're trying to really lock Judith in just so the zombies, cause she's still knocked out at this point. Uh, and kind of see Daryl also get knocked out. Then Judith wakes up <laughs> and yeah. saves Daryl too. She's fine. We I'm figured she'd like, be fine. Oh, she's, yeah. she's fine. She's a little woozy, but she's still fine. Uh, yeah, like good, also good on AMC to completely spoil that when you go to AMC Plus to click and watch the episodes. An, Im an image of Judith just like sitting up totally fine, like in the hospital bed or whatever. It's like, oh, thanks for spoiling that big cliffhanger from the end of the last right. episode. But I think most fans figured they're not going to kill off Judith. Like that would be so dumb if they did that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Daryl ends up giving her blood and she's, yeah. she's just fine. Right. Right then and there. Um, Walker's invading the hospital. Um, the other, like our other survivor group is yeah. there morning, she, morning she, Luke. Yeah. Yes. We'll, all... we'll get to that in a second, but she <laughs> reveals some key information that I also want to bring up before I forget where she kind of in a state of like, you know, uh, half aware of what's going on. She sort of reveals this info that Michonne went looking for Rick and like Daryl and Carol both at the same time. That's their first time sort of hearing about this. And I thought that was really interesting where they're like, whoa, like this, this is a big thing that she just revealed. And later on, they resolve it even more. Daryl asks her, you know, is this true? Like what you said, that, they, that that's where Michonne went. And yeah, she confirms it. So that sort of sets up stuff to come later, obviously. But I would definitely want to pick up that. But yeah, you bring up that like right off the bat, as right as the credits roll, we cut to the group fending off the zombies as they sort of just got, cleared the path for Daryl and, and Judith to get by. And poor Dan Fogler... And I, I've, I'm forgetting the actress's name that plays Jules, but we hadn't seen them in like, you know, two seasons, <laughs> however long it was. And they come back. We see them last week. Oh, that's where they were. I hadn't seen them immediately killed off. Just like classic Walking Dead. You guys, why are they back? Oh, right. Just so they could die. So, yeah, we got poor Luke here uh, getting getting his uh, his leg bit into like Thanksgiving turkey. And uh, and Jules just <laughs> gobbled away immediately oh, here. She not. Yeah, she oh, was just immediately. I know. Out. Oh yeah, she got bit in the arm, and he tries to take her to safety, but no, it's much too late for that. She just got swallowed whole here, and then yeah, poor poor Luke, man. Uh, they try to do their best to amputate him. You know, similar to to you know, we got Lydia the last episode gets her arm bit. Totally fine. They cut her, cut it off. Not totally fine, but they cut her arm off, and so she can she can survive. But these other characters, it's like, yeah, no. That at <laughs> first I was like, enough. oh, they're gonna have to cut her arm off too. They're gonna have to cut off his leg. Now they're gone. They're dead. Uh, classic, <laughs> classic Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> he's too buff, too busy filming the Fantastic Beasts uh, sequels. Anyway, you know so. Uh, but yeah, it's funny with Dan Fogler. I always think of Balls of Fury. Remember that movie? Yeah. 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 That's funny. 
he's always synonymous with that character for me, even though he's <laughs> been in these big franchises now. I just think of Balls of Fury, the uh, the ping pong or the table yeah, the tennis movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Good stuff. Go check out Balls of Fury, everybody, if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, we we get the group sort of huddled away here in the hospital, and then they see they kind of it, the day immediately turns into night. Um, but uh, before that happens, we do get the scene of of Rosita and uh, Gabe and Eugene, and they storm in the hospital, look for the kids. They come across the nursery. There's a bunch of babies in there. I guess you know uh, the three of them. So oh <laughs> that, lucky how that turned out that there were three babies in there for the three characters that uh, that go to make the rescue. And uh, they they try to get out of there, and they fight their way through. But they, they're climbing up that that pole, that pipe. And I thought that as we see Gabe start to climb up, go like, "Oh no, is this going to be his comic book death where he slips and he starts dangling?" That's what I was going to think. Yeah, and then he gets completely mauled, uh, or he gets a zombie that has the knife, you know, because they're smart zombies now that would slit his throat, similar mm. to how Alpha did in the in the comics. But no, it's actually Rosita. That's the last one to climb up, and then she falls back into the horde. We reveal later that she got bit, even though she fights her way out of it. She makes that awesome jump. Like, what a sick move that was, where she sort of leaps from the, the car over the zombies onto the pole, and they climb their way out. But yeah, then it's obviously sadly revealed that Rosita has been bit. And man, just the, the emotion between the scenes of her and, and Eugene, it's really like Eugene that you feel for here. You know, Rosita has been a great character and it's a bummer to see her go, but she's far outlived her comic book death. <laughs> so it's like her and Ezekiel and Gabe uh, were the ones I think I was most worried about in this episode. So I figured it'd be one of those three that would go maybe even more than one, but yeah, just Rosita here. And uh, I, I, I love the acting. I, you hear uh, that, uh, that I think the big thing here, if you were upset about Rosita being killed off, uh, she asked for this. She mm -hmm. uh, revealed in an interview, I think it was uh, uh, with Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, Entertainment Weekly here, uh, talking with her about the episode, uh, that uh, she actually asked the producers yeah. for this. She wanted to go out fighting to save her kid, and she thought that made you know a lot of sense, like how they kind of set it up and the story. And I think originally they weren't really going to kill anybody off, which is just crazy. Yeah, that's that for a final season of The Walking Dead... I think maybe they got to a point where it's like, we've killed so many main characters off that the audience is just kind of expecting it. Maybe the unexpected thing would be to not kill anybody off. And because of the amount of complaints that people had maybe on the internet about, ah, they're just killing people off for the sake of shock value. Maybe they wanted to go the other way with it. But like, there could have been a fine balance there. You didn't have to just kill off everybody or not kill anybody off. Like, I think a fine balance, which is, I think, what, more, what they... Yeah. yeah. Like, Rosita and... and uh, Jules and, and Luke, it's like, I don't know. I feel like maybe yeah. one more yeah. big death would have been it made it just that much more impactful. And as emotional it was to see Rosita go here, I don't know. I feel like they, they could have been they could have been okay with one more like a like a you know a, a Aaron or somebody. But yeah, yeah she's I, I definitely wanted to quickly before you get your thoughts, Corey, talk about her her quote here where they shot her death scene. And they were asking her if that was the last thing that she shot. And she says, yeah, the series wrapped up right after that. And it was horrible. Fucking so horrible. We were crying so hard. We were shaking. I had some people joke like, oh, my God, you have these death dinners and you sob and it's not an actual death. And of course not. 
But when you experience the dark things that we experience on that show together, you do it right. It doesn't feel fake. It feels real. So I guess it was really, really tough for these actors to film that final scene. And they were just like a complete utter mess mm. on the set when they were filming that. And I think it showed in the performances that they gave. I definitely want to put that over. That yeah. the performances with both uh, Christian Serratos and the actor who plays uh, Eugene, I forget, uh, Josh McDermott. I thought were, were, were really, really well done here. But uh, yeah, what about you, Corey? What'd you think of all this? Yeah, I think um, Christian Serratos also said on Talking Dead, which came on like right after the finale, that she yeah, had I didn't get a chance to watch that. that. They should. Yeah, yeah. She, she, had, uh, she had told um, Chris Hardwick that she had asked to, to do it because she, I think she did mention that like nobody was going to go. Um, yeah. Nobody was going to get killed off. But like, uh, she wanted to still have some type of emotional impact because that's what the series is built on. People getting tied to these characters and um, getting killed off. So, um, but yeah, I am with you just going back to kind of them trying to get out of that whole pack and climb up the whole thing. I thought, I thought Gabriel was going to get it. With yeah. Song, but yeah, <laughs> I would have liked to see that. Um, yeah. But the way that um, Rosita had had kind of just bust out of that whole mob um, was cool. It was, it was cool to see. Um, you didn't uh, going into that or coming out of that and ex suspecting that she didn't get bit or scratched or something. It would have been crazy. Uh, yeah. They didn't, they didn't say anything. Like she didn't say anything initially either. Um, yeah. But she but had that look. Yeah, she, she had, had that she had that yeah. look and like her eyes were just all teary oh. that whole time that she was yeah. with Coco uh, when they were all settled down in that room. Uh and then she reveals that she's get, she got bit and like that was Oof. that was very emotional. Uh yeah. and just that whole scene uh because she didn't want to make it this whole big deal. Um and she's like she she did it for her daughter. And just a, a woman being enraged about her her child is is just mm. is natural. So yeah, uh, but she kind of sacrificed herself to to save her child. So um, that whole thing was was cool. Um, but just going looking at the episode overall in kind of this situation, I do wish there was another major death. Yeah, in, in it's, it's terrible to say, like, uh, oh, I wish somebody died. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Because, like, Come Luke, Luke and Jules weren't, they're not huge characters. They're not huge characters. Yeah. And just having... Rosita I didn't feel sad lived, when they died. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I, there was okay. no connection. Even when they were, like, all huddled around Luke in the hospital. Yeah, they're all crying, and they yeah. have the harmonica. They're like, like oh, your I'm music not... will live on. It was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I, I didn't feel that. I didn't really connect with that emotionally, yeah. but like, agreed. If somebody a little bit more bigger, like um, a Gabriel or uh, they, Aaron, yeah, Aaron, Aaron, um, Aaron would have been like a big a, one. I would have felt it more, even Jerry, uh, or, or even Ezekiel, um, like any of them, like I would have been fine. I thought for sure Ezekiel, the way that they like concluded his character arc like 10 times this season. <laughs> I was like, what more do you have for this guy? And they got something for him at the very end. But right, yeah, we're gonna I, make him governor, but yeah, <laughs> it's just like 
can we get one like one more person? Just one more person. I would have been a little I bit more like satisfied. I think just like Angela Kang got a very different outlook on it than some of the other past producers, where it's like she, she heard the complaints, you know. So let's scale it back, guys. Let's not go crazy with the deaths. You know, let's yeah, not get a whole outpouring of people yeah, angry at me on the internet. But like, <laughs> come on, again, this is series freaking finale. Like, you know, like Aaron would have been another one that I, I would have been like, okay, that was that was impactful. Like, especially my prediction was he was gonna kind of have to hold back in the trailer and so that Lydia could could get through and get out. But instead, mm -hmm. it was like they were stuck in the trailer in the last episode. It was like, how the hell are they gonna get out of this? And then they just randomly show up. It's like, wow, that was fast. They're just there. How did you get out of the trailer? Doesn't matter. They just, there they are. Ugh. This show the sometimes. Horde. Yeah, they were with the horde. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they're in the middle of the horde. They're in the middle of the horde. So they had to show up. They had to they're get fine. out of the trailer while the horde was still going. Yeah. Through, so unless they just ran up uh. to catch up with them. Little nitpicks, maybe, or yeah, but we're we're a bunch of nitpicky people, but <laughs> and we still say we love the episode, so it's yeah, <laughs> little things like that. And then when it randomly goes from day to night, you know, yeah, that's another thing. Where it's that like, ah, that was fast. <laughs> like yeah. you're just in the room a second ago, and now a minute later, and it's pitch black out. Like okay, it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but. Concluding with Rosita, uh, yes. there's a ton of talked about still. Uh, concluding with Rosita, um, she obviously great character, great actress who plays the character, um, and great storyline um, to kind of just also supplement the Eugene storyline as well uh, and add to his character and kind of what his his meaning is in this whole thing um, and yeah. end up finding somebody like um max maxine i was yes. about to say stephanie um <laughs> i know that's so ingrained <laughs> from the comic books yeah maxine uh and having them have a family and naming their child rosie is oh, just all so it finally got me circle. i was watching it, it. Full, full yeah. circle for me so um if if rosita had to die for that then fine yeah no that's that's what certainly got me in the end like i was trying to hold it back because i was filming myself but like I just I couldn't contain it anymore after that reveal that they you know and it's funny because my brain like at first was like wait they adopted Coco because like even though it's one year later Coco seemed to just like stay a baby for like three seasons <laughs> in a row so I thought for, at that for a second that I figured oh yeah it's, it's their own kid like that's that's a beautiful beautiful thing um but yeah I I definitely I liked what they did there and, and one other thing that I'll shout out is when when she reveals to him that that she has been bit, you know, and everything he, he, he says, he, he's very, he's very emotional. And he says, I love you, you know? Mm, and, yeah, and yeah. I found that interesting. Cause like, you know, I think he was in love with her there for a while. Then he found Max and obviously he's, he found his person. And there was that he, she permanently friend zoned him like a few seasons ago. Uh, however, there was still that thing there that was kind of like, you know, almost a will they, won't they between those two, uh, especially after Abraham, uh, horribly tragically died yeah. but i do think that like that was sort of an acknowledgement of that like he's always sort of been in love with her and you know obviously he found max and he kind of found his soulmate and they had that discussion you know or earlier in the season or last season where she says you know you'll find your person kind of thing and that was a good way to sort of wrap that up but at the same time 
I think there was a moment there where it's like, I've always been in love with you. I know that it was never going to work out between us. I found my person, but still, you know, now he sort of like cares for her as, as more of a friend kind of in that way. But I, I definitely, I felt that kind of a little bit yeah. in that moment as well. And yeah, just the, the ultimate tribute to name their daughter, Rosita. That was great. Then you do see Coco a little bit later in that, that scene. We'll talk a little bit more about that flash forward here. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, you know, despite it, maybe wanting a little bit more with an emotional death or something, I thought the Rosita stuff was really, really well done uh, for, for what we were given. So yeah, uh, definitely some good stuff there, um, but then kind of, Oh, and I also wanted to shout out Princess Rescuing Mercer. Uh, I, I love that little scene. It was it was kind of brief, but, you know, they had sort of maybe broken up, broken up a little bit uh, a couple episodes ago. And then her embracing him and and uh, that whole thing there, really solidifying, okay, they're a thing, yeah. you know. And then they cut a, a year later, I think they're still a thing. So I love that. I'm like, yes. Anything <laughs> else? That's a very satisfying thing for, for comic book readers. I think is that they kept that relationship um, between princess and Mercer. And there, there are a couple that you can see again, probably starting a family uh, flash forward 20 years and we get their kids. Maybe we'll, I'll get back to that point here in a little bit, but yeah, as, as Mercer really sort of steps up, we, we saw him do that a couple episodes ago. He's full on like group now. And they, they even acknowledge that Ezekiel gives this, his kind of leader talk. And he sort of says, you know, he's like, you know, our people are your people kind of thing now. And we're, we're all one group and we're all in it for a common cause, which is fighting off the zombies, even though we have to deal with this Pamela thing first, mm -hmm. which love the way that was resolved. And yeah, we did, we did get zombie hordes. We'll talk about that in a minute, but man, huge, uh, uh, too many names. Uh, Gabriel here <laughs> stepping up and someone pointed out, which I didn't even think about later, but really the, the first big moment as Pamela is just kind of, you know, killing anybody that, that tries to jump over the fence. You got this big group of people that are stuck behind the fence, trying to get in before the horde gets there. Uh, this guy here steps up and really completes his arc as a character. Someone when we, we first mm -hmm. met him was trying to keep the people out. Yeah, and that was just the first like you know inciting moment for him was that he is what is this big dark secret that he has? Oh, he let all these people die. The congregation of people, you know, he's supposed to be the priest. He's supposed to be there for the people, but he shut all these people out because he was a coward at the time and let them all doubt. And now here he is standing up uh, against the threat of possibly being murdered for doing what's right and opening the gate, letting the people in, letting the people in. Corey, I thought that was a really really awesome way to sort of wrap up his, his arc. If we didn't get his comic book death, like we maybe kind of wanted yeah. early on having him do something like this, this heroic act, I think was an awesome, awesome arc for Gabriel here for sure. I absolutely love that moment. No. Yeah. And I definitely forgot about that before they talked about it on the after show. I was like, Oh yeah, that, yeah, happen. that happens. Makes all the sense in the world. Clever, yeah. clever writing there. Yeah, yeah. To to let the people in, uh, because he not necessarily was Pam, but the decision Pam was making at the time, and not letting people in was his decision back then. Not letting the, his his church into the church when when they're getting swarmed. So, um, yeah, I I like that as full circle. Everything comes full circle here. 
uh, in this episode and in Gabriel's arc. Um, and in this sense, um, is, is complete and being able to really stand up and fight for this and fight for the people, um, is, is something that's good for him. Again, I wish somebody else would have, would have taken the act. We're terrible Um, people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's good for, good for Gabriel. Uh, I and just kind to since he does have a daughter to look after now, um, it's it's only right to keep him alive at least and um, yeah. and continue that continue his legacy and continue to be the um, the clergyman, if you will, of the Commonwealth uh, and and live out um, his his mission there. Yeah, because it seems like there was a couple points where he really settled in, and then they sort of dragged him out of retirement, if you would, to rejoin the fight. But now, like, you know, given the flash forward and everything, and really establishing that our characters are, you know, happy for the first time, maybe ever, you know, and uh, Gabriel being one of those, it seems like, he, he, you know, being, as you were saying, being the priest and preacher and uh, the, that guy for the Commonwealth, I think, is, is really, really important for his arc. And then uh, at the same time, being a father for Coco, you know, I think was was really, really good stuff. So props to the writers for for doing a great job with with Gabriel, I think, here in this season, like to, towards the end of the show. Um, but uh, we also get, you know, we talked about Ezekiel, and the, the, the big the kind of the Rick speech, if you would, mm. a couple times in this episode. We also get one from Daryl. Where he says the thing, he says, we're not the walking dead. Love that moment. But it was so perfect the way he walks up to Pamela Milton. He's just like, what are you doing? You know, and it's like, yeah, like, just say it like it is. What the fuck are you doing, Pamela? Like, stop it. There's bigger problems here. Stop being the, 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 the bitchy, you know, power leader thing. Like, enough. You're, you're done, lady. Like, so I, I, I love that. Love that moment from, from Daryl. And then the thing that I called the one correct prediction that I had, which was by the end of this show, we will see Mercer arrest Pamela Milton, not a killer. Cause the other option was you had Maggie and Negan sort of waiting in the wings. Yeah. Sniping. And, uh, yeah. 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 And uh, we didn't get that, but we, and I love that for Negan too, where he's like, ah, it's a fate worse than death. It's like, yeah, that's kind of like what happened to him. You know, he was in that position that, that Pamela's in now. Um, so I, I love that. I, they definitely kind of followed the same pattern of like the the big bad at the end doesn't necessarily get taken out. Uh, a couple of the other villains obviously got taken out, but um, one of them needs to be locked away for for later, you know, and live out the rest of their lives that way. So I think that was a that was a great thing that they did with with Pamela. Made sense to me. And then uh, yeah, of course we we get the. The reveal that we got Zombie Hornsby here, yeah, still with the be. arrow, with the arrow in his in his neck, uh, growling and hissing away at at Milton <laughs> there. And for a second there, I thought they were gonna let her get devoured by Hornsby, but then uh, yeah, Maggie, the the just like so, like Hawkeye accuracy here, just, right. just blasts away and uh, gets rid of Hornsby. And then of course they lock away Pamela. They had that conversation with her later. Um, but yeah, man, I love this scene. I thought that. Like it all, it all went down the way that I kind of figured it would, um, but I think it was very satisfying in that way. You know, not not so much fan service. I guess the line "We are the, we're not the Walking Dead" was kind of fan servicey, 
but yeah. it's done it done it a, in a good way. I'm always like in favor of doing fan service correctly. If you don't shoehorn it in, doing it like in a natural sort of way that makes sense, I certainly prefer that to anything else. But yeah, what about you, Corey? What did you think of this uh, this sort of scene here? Yeah, um, I wish we had a segment called Comic Book Callback on this show. Ooh, I like um, that. Because we, we just came up with it for the yeah. last ever episode. <laughs> last ever review. Uh, because if you bring back uh, the Hornsby pickup, um, first I didn't realize this was Hornsby when I on, on first watch. I was yeah, like, it took me a second yeah. as well. Oh, um, it's Hornsby. Oh, yeah. yeah, but going back to the comic book, this is how Carol died in the um, oh yeah in the prison in the prison. Uh, Carol kind of let herself get eaten. There was a there was a zombie on a post in the prison, uh, and Carol Carol's was just fed up in the in the comic book because um, Tyrese was seeing some other woman, but <laughs> she yeah. had let us. She had like Guys, let herself comic just... book Carol. Comic book Carol's way worse. Yeah, than yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and she kind of lets herself get eaten and just draws herself closer to the pose. Uh, and gets eaten by the zombie, and and Pamela was doing the same thing here. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh wow, they're they're gonna let this happen. They're gonna do this. Um, and would have been, I don't know if it would have been satisfying for that to happen, um, because it, I don't think it would have served a point for her to die, uh, and everybody yeah. just watched her die. But um, I was like, oh, they're gonna kind of do that, and it'd have been, that'd have been cool, <laughs> but. Interesting um, that you say that too, because of like the relationship that her and Carol have and the way that that sort of wrapped yeah. up in that scene where they're talking. Carol's like, I'm getting your house, you know, basically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to worry about who's going <laughs> to get your house. But the fact that Carol then assumes a Hornsby's role Hornsby's in the comic yeah. books, we were yeah. predicting maybe she would be the leader or that maybe Maggie would be the leader. But I like that, like maybe even more so. You know, we obviously got Ezekiel and um mercer is like co-leaders but to have carol in that 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 uh, hornsby role i think is very interesting the, the way that you pointed out there where that that scene was almost like a uh yeah comic book callback if you would yeah yeah um and daryl doing just saying his speech uh it was like hey like let's <laughs> like what what are we doing <laughs> yeah. what are we doing uh and just telling pam um like you're wrong uh you have all these people right here that you've quote unquote been servicing for the last however many years that the commonwealth has been been a thing uh and you're just gonna kill them off like that was really her decision in the previous episode when they she wanted to kind of shut down the the lower income the the non-estates as they call them um this those sections of the uh the commonwealth uh, was kind of her decision still, uh, and it kind of parallels here too, and not letting those people into the gates uh, and letting them just die off. Um, and Daryl right. is just it's like, one of those society yeah. analogy kind of things. That yeah, and she also sees Judith alive too because she knew she she shot Judith too, mm -hmm. um, and she kind of sees her alive, and that may have played something in her mind yeah. too. Uh, and Judith even yeah. says, she's like, you don't have to do this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and that's kind of what made her go toward and be drawn toward the horror, the horror to be eaten. But 
um, Maggie Negan save the day. So save her day, save her life, really. Yeah. Uh, and uh, kind of change everything around. And you go into jail, going to prison. Yep. So, um, yeah, the, the Pamela storyline all together. I still wish we would have got some more of Pamela. I do, too. Um, I, I still want a Tales of the Walking Dead episode where it's the backstory yeah. of Pamela and Hornsby. I think that yeah. would be really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, but her storyline, like I said, I wish we would have gotten more. I wish we would have gotten more Sebastian, too. Uh, and yeah. And that, that whole storyline there. But um, overall, um, kind of served served what we served. Served what it is served. Uh, and kind of just being put in, put in prison was kind of the, the end-all, be-all for a lot of our big bads yeah. <laughs> this season. Uh, and getting put in prison um ever since negan was put in prison back then so um yeah it goes back to uh what's his name there morgan who came up with that idea after he was had that episode with the goat which is still one of my like favorite episodes of the series yeah i know a lot of people shit on that episode but i absolutely love that episode how slow and kind of methodical it is and it does it's really important because it sets up that whole prison thing uh, that they use for negan later but yeah, it was kind of kind of at this point in the show where I'm like, we still had a half an hour left. And I was like, is, <laughs> are they just going to be like fighting off the horde for the rest of the episode here? But no, they they uh, very smartly rig up this contraption and absolutely blow like the remainder of the zombies to smithereens real quick. But uh, someone else pointed out that this was the estates. This was the rich part of the Commonwealth, mm-hmm. and that's the part that gets destroyed leaving the rest of the Commonwealth sort of, you know, available. So that's a really interesting thing. And yeah, they, they blow it up so much so that the zombies are like collapsing into the, the, the middle of the earth and everything. But yeah. uh, I, I love, this was the shot that really got me going. You watch the reaction where they just, the flame <laughs> goes back and the freaking skulls and the faces of the zombies melt off like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Man. Yeah. Like, this was so cool. I love this explosion scene. Um, yeah, I got. I think it got me the loudest out of anything in that reaction video. That I did. <laughs> but man, some really, really, really awesome special effects here. Yeah, um, everything is gets blown to pieces, and yeah. like I love the the melting, like the melting zombies. Uh, yes. I like the, like the like the underground tunnel scene too, where you just see this big old ball of fire just coming down the tunnel. Yeah, uh, yeah. and it was it was pretty cool. Uh, and just being drawn, and how they set the plan up to draw all the walkers toward uh, the the estates uh, with playing the music and and whatnot. It was again that was kind of uh, quick, but it was, it was quick it was, and easy way, <laughs> quick, easy, quick and easy, and just hoarding yeah. hoarding this herd uh, and being able to just blow them up um, was a little quick but, and little, especially quick. since. Again, another criticism. They just introduced this concept of smart zombies. Yeah. Where it's like they can use weapons and you see the one like using the rock at the beginning of the episode and stuff. But it's like, guys, you're like so late on this. Like, I think, okay, they'll probably use it. Maggie and Negan show probably revisit it. But it's like, come on. Like, I I get that maybe they wanted to do it because you got all those people like, oh, in season one, they could like, the one opened the door and the one that was like using weapons climbing up over the wall and stuff but it's like yeah but it was still so early on in the show they didn't quite have 
the concept of the zombies figured out. They're like, okay, we're just getting back around to it in the last like three episodes of the show. Right. But again, it was fine. It's the, the uh, plot armor ish a little bit, but yeah, cool effects, really, really well done, and the special effects and everything, the way that they all blew up. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's not the end of the zombies in this universe. There's a lot of more zombies left out <laughs> there, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that like like I said, it, it was quick, but they had to they had to solve that problem quick so we can get to yeah. other stuff too. So I, whatever, I, I can't blame them. Can't blame them. Can't blame them too much. But yeah, uh, we, we got some other stuff here that I wanted to talk about. Man, the acting we talked about this performances. Jeffrey Dean freaking Morgan in this show, man, has been unbelievable this season and. Couple of the conversations that he has with Maggie here, Lauren Cohen again. Lauren Cohen absolutely crushing yeah. it, and really getting a chance to kind of iron iron out the or you know uh, hash it out the the stuff that happened with with Glenn. And she, you know, she says, "I, I can never forgive you for that because basically when I look at you, I see that bat coming down on his head, mm-hmm. and I think that." Negan understands that, and he kind of expected that that was the case, and he made his apology, you know, and she says, I'm, I'm glad you did, because I was wondering if you were ever going to say those words, And uh, but she also says, like, if there comes a point where I can't work with you, or, you know, I lash out, it's that's why, because I still see Glenn when I see you, and man, uh, just the emotional impact of that, and again, the way that, like, look at that face, like, the way that he's able to sort of give a feeling of how much he regrets what he did, the person that he used to be, the person that he is now, obviously he's really turned a corner and he's, he's really given it his all and done everything he possibly can to sort of make up from that, make up for that. And, you know, and I think Maggie really makes a good point that she, she acknowledges that she says, you know, I appreciate everything you've done and I'm thankful that you saved my son, you know, and, and all the things that you're doing, you've earned your place. You and you and Annie have earned your place in this community. You know, and then we see later where he like Daryl gives him the nod and they're all having that dinner and he's still the outsider. You know, he still wouldn't be wouldn't feel, I think, totally welcome sitting at that table with all those people because of what he did. Right. And he's done so much to turn that around and everything and really uh, his arc and everything. And he's, he's really, he's a completely different person, obviously than when we first met him, but just the way that he's able to encapsulate that all in that one scene, I thought was brilliant, brilliant acting by those two characters, by, by Lauren Cohen and by Jeffrey D. Morgan with those two characters. And uh, just absolutely love what they've done with Negan on this show, because so much more than what they did with him in the comic. And again, makes me more interested for that, it's like, what are they going to do now with him and Maggie? Because they kind of that feels like they kind of wrapped it up. Oh, there's more with them. They're off on in New York, like the ruins of New York City, like doing God knows what. But yeah, I I, I thought that that was that was also really really well done. Uh, those yeah. scenes that they had together. Yeah, and kind of just going back before we talk about where I I get into Maggie and Negan's dynamic there. Like Judith is really the one that saved Negan. Um, when Negan was being held in that prison cell, um, she would always come down and, and talk to him. Uh, and everybody else back then was still uh, on edge because yeah. of what Negan has done. Understandably so. Yeah. yeah. So I think Judith, Judith saw 
something else in him. And ever since then, like he yeah. has changed. He has he has tried to prove himself to get back on the good graces of everyone. And think um, about her perspective too. I mean, she was yeah. just a child. She yeah, wasn't no, there when they were no, when yeah. he was beating down Glenn. Like she yeah. doesn't even remember Glenn. You know, she was just a little baby. So right. to, to have that perspective is also very interesting because it's like she doesn't have maybe the uh you know the the resentment towards him or the the sort of I would call it bias. I it's ob obviously I would be pissed off if that guy did that to my family. Right. But she wasn't there. She doesn't have that sort of perspective on it, if that, that makes sense. Right, right. And like he's done all these acts since then. Obviously horrible, the despicable one, things, yeah, but but also one, yeah, the biggest one, at least since then, was was killing Alpha uh and kind of ending yeah. the war. Um for me, it was save, saving Judith and Dog from the freaking True. lizard. That's like, too. okay, can we, can we start to maybe <laughs> forgive this episode. guy a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's he's he's been trying so hard just to get back into um, kind of this society and being on the good graces, but also being an outsider or um, not necessarily an outcast, but he's always been on the outside uh, of this group. Uh, and Daryl's kind of finally accepted him. Um, and Maggie, uh, now, um, he, he goes up, he apologizes. He finally sees definitely after what happened, this, this is the last episode where, um, the warden almost takes his life. Um, yeah. and he's like, I know what it is now. I know what it yeah. feels like to be in that position. Yeah. He's like on his like, knees, on his yeah. knees and, uh, just, He's ready to sacrifice himself there, but Annie also jumps in, and you see um, Ezekiel kind of step in too. Um, but that's the moment that was like, "Oh yeah, I I need to apologize to Maggie uh, for the the things that I've done." Uh, and Maggie, rightfully so, said what she said. Like, uh, and hey, if if there's time that I can't look at you, or there's time that I can't talk to you, there's a time that. I'm just mad. It's it's because I see Glenn yeah. in you. Um, and she and doesn't he totally to, gets that. Yeah. 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 And she doesn't want to remember Glenn like that. There's yeah, there's like that line. so many other fun times, especially on the ranch or the farm back in season two, um, where they had those those good times together. Uh, and she wants to remember Glenn in that sense and not the sense where his his skull is bashing and his eyes popping out. So right. Um, yeah, like rightfully so. So I, I am looking forward to the, the spinoff show with, with Megan and Nick, Negan and Maggie, um, and kind of see what the dynamic is there. Um, especially with her. No, Maggie. Yeah. Um, especially with Herschel. Um, it's dead also, city, right? Is that the, yeah, the dead, city. Yeah, dead city. Uh, and the dynamic, the future dynamic of Herschel and Negan and seeing kind of what that's going to be. About. Yes. Um, they left that plot thread. Open yeah. A little bit. Uh, and even if, if Annie and their future kid is going to be, I'm not sure if they're going to be in that show or not, but um, yeah, there's a lot of things that are kind of set up um, that is story-wise that I'm interested to kind of see and, and know about and see how everything plays out after this year. Definitely. I think that's the next show we're getting. The next like spin-off yeah. show is, is Dead City. Like, yeah, like, wasn't it called Isle of the Dead? Originally, I guess they didn't want to call it The Walking Dead, Isle of the Dead. 
But still, The Walking Dead, Dead City, it's kind of doesn't really yeah off the tongue. Yeah, I guess most they, people just call it Dead City. They had a preview of it too. There was like a yeah. there was like a what fifteen second, thirty second preview of it too. Yeah. Um, and it looked kind of cool. It, I'm I'll definitely check check it out. Um, at least the first few episodes if it's if it's good. Yeah. So. Um, it's I mean, good enough, might, might be worth doing reviews of it. So yeah, we'll kind of see how that goes. But speaking of spinoff shows, we get we did have our our big reveal here at the end. Uh, we already kind of talked about uh, Daryl and Carol and that that sort of relationship. But yeah, he goes off looking for for Rick and Michonne, and then it's like, you know, we we had I think two ways that the show could go when we, when we first started out this season doing these reviews. It was like, okay, number one. We could do a big time jump flash forward epilogue kind of thing, which I still sort of wish that we got. We'll talk about that here in a minute as well. But the other option was to bring back Rick Grimes and to do something with him at the very end here where it's like, really, if you think about it, the show, The Walking Dead, started with Rick Grimes. So to end it with Rick Grimes, I think, was was fitting. And we all knew about the Rick and Michonne show. I think for now that's just called The Walking Dead colon Rick and Michonne. I don't know if they're going to ch- change the name of that. I think the Daryl show is also just called The Walking Dead Daryl Dixon. Yeah. So we'll see see if that, that sticks. But in terms of Rick and Michonne, I think it, you know they, they had to kind of uh, not only pick up from where that left off a little bit, but of course set up their show. Uh, originally was planned as a series of Rick Grimes movies. Now is is going to be a series, little mini mini series here. But we do get the image of the two of them kind of sitting by the fire uh, shortly after, I guess, where we left them. But then it kind of jumps a little bit forward, uh, which is still, I think, years before where we were at the end of the show, where Daryl sort of rides off into the sunset. But we got uh, Michonne here. Fresh off the the set of Wakanda Forever, I mean, no, uh, <laughs> some new new fancy armor here that looks uh, very much like a door door uh, sort of thing. But uh, great to see her. That is still a badass outfit, and they're they're writing notes to each other. You got this one here from this perspective, but then from Rick's perspective as well. And interesting to see him with the uh, the CRM on his jacket, so picking up from where he got taken up in the helicopter. And, but also not wearing any shoes. You know, obviously we see Michonne find his shoes, but like what happened between where he gets picked up from the helicopter and then here where right. he's sort of running away from the CRM. So obviously this is stuff that we're going to pick up from probably in his, in his series. But then I, I love this sort of this final shot where the, uh, the helicopter tracks him down, but he's got this big smile on his face. Cause he knows, okay, now I got a trace of where Michonne can find me. So they're still looking for each other. But we also see him toss the bag with a with all his stuff in it onto this boat, which is the boat that we see uh, from season ten when Michonne starts to look for him. Obviously, it's obviously not outside the ruins of I think this is Philadelphia, but uh, it's it's much further up. So how did that boat get from there to where that we then find it? This is obviously before uh, where I think we're going to go in in the series. So a lot of questions that they leave us with here. But nonetheless, great to see Andrew Lincoln and Denai Guerrero back uh, on this show, at least for you know the last two, three minutes or whatever mm-hmm. we got here. I think it was it was just enough to sort of leave us hanging with enough questions, but also satisfying enough to see them back to sort of wrap up. Okay, this show started with Rick, and then we end with Rick. 
Yeah. So good stuff here. I think we were expecting it, uh, but nonetheless uh, impactful to see, definitely at least to see both of these actors back in their respective roles. Yeah. And to tell you, I didn't expect it. I did not expect this. this really? Did you this expect maybe more? We got the one year later. Yeah. Did you expect maybe 15 years later? That's what I was waiting for. Mm, yeah. 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 I was, yeah. I was looking more toward, obviously, the, 20 years later. the time yeah. jump. But I did not expect Michonne and Rick to show up at, at the end of this here. Uh, and, and seeing that this is what got me out of my, my couch <laughs> or my brother's couch. I was at, I was at his house <laughs> last week, but, um, yeah, it was, um, it was a surprise. I was, was like, oh, oh, where are we, where are we going? Where, where are we at? Where are we at? <laughs> so, and yeah, um, Michonne's outfit there. Awesome. Uh, the way she was riding on the horse and heading toward that big old horde, Oops, one, uh, yeah. horde of zombies there. Yeah, really cool. yeah. Um, and her little, I, I couldn't make it like the little helmet or the like the head covering that she had on. But um, I was yes. just like, all right, this is just this is driving awesome. straight on to the yeah. horde of zombies. And she gets yeah. the one, you see the one like ha crawling up, and then she just beheads it. I love yeah. that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, as far as Rick's story, I did not watch um world beyond it's a walking dead world beyond uh yeah i haven't either i heard it was terrible i i saw the first season uh but i did not watch the second season bad right he might have been in if i'm if i'm wrong about that and somebody can tell me but um i i have no clue what this whole storyline is with with the crm so um i i could go back and watch it um, but don't We're know if I will. Yeah, just I can wait. Just wait. Rick and Michonne. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm interested because Rick, obviously Rick dying in the middle of this series. Yeah, um, dying. Yeah, supposedly dying in the middle <laughs> of the series was kind of a shock to me at the time. These fuckers um, and their because, mismarketing. This was supposed to be the series finale. That was supposed yeah. to be Rick's final ever episode. Yeah. Remember, they were hyping it up. Rick's last episode. <laughs> hey, guys, what about this? There he is. He's back. This wasn't his last episode. This is his last episode, fuckers. Yeah. So <laughs> him killing him off was, I don't know. It, it, it was great for the show. I will tell you that. It was great for the show. But walking breath of fresh air yeah the walking dead as i knew it as a comic book reader was rick's story so like yeah killing him off in the middle of of season eight or nine whatever what whatever it was um it was it was it was baffling to me um because i didn't know how they would continue this whole thing um going forward but rightfully so the series did get better when he when he left the show um, so I'm interested to see how this, this new spinoff series is going to go forward. Um, because we're back with Rick now and, um, Michonne kind of going, looking out for him. Michonne's always been a great character. Yeah. Um, and just having, having these two back on screen together, um, is going to be great for, for this, this universe. Yeah. And it's also going to be interesting because it's like been eight years now after, when we get that one-year time jump with the commonwealth it's been like eight years so where have they been right that entire time obviously daryl goes out looking for him he's gonna end up in france poor guy but 
It's like, what do they do with Rick and Michonne? Rick and Michonne ever going to make it back to the Commonwealth? That's my biggest question, you know? And like, what do they do there? Um, I kind of thinking not, but like, we'll see, we'll see where they, they take their characters, but the show, you know, this great greatest episode was that did kind of do the Lord of the Rings return of the King thing where it had like 18 endings. There were like a few different episodes. <laughs> like, Oh, that's it. Oh no. We get one more scene. Oh, there's Rick. Ah, he'll leave us hanging. Oh no. Here's one more scene with, uh, with Judith and uh, RJ, which it was great. Great to see. I'm glad they kind of ended it there. Uh, we get them two looking out and being like, Oh, this is kind of the start of a new beginning and everything. And again, like we, we had talked about forever that maybe they would do some kind of epilogue, some two, you know, two minute scene of them, like in the future or just something similar to what they did in the comics. And funny enough, there is an insider article that came out today. And this is, what I want to kind of wrap up with, because I want to talk about this. Um, this was going to go down a little bit differently. If they weren't able to get Andrew Lincoln and Dan Aguilera to come back, this series was going to end a bit differently, uh, mm. as as was described here. Um, this this was an an individual close to the series, so take that. It's not from you know Nicotero or or Kang or anybody like this. So um, take this with maybe a little bit of a grain of salt. However, the original plans for the end of the series were going to be after Daryl rode off into the su- sunset. We cut forward to the Freedom Parkway outside Atlanta, where that of ki- iconic shot of Rick riding down from the pilot. We see an ethanol modified van. That's interesting. And a young woman and man in the front seats in their twenties through the scene. We come to realize that it's adult RJ and Judith. Hmm. Other adult versions of the kid are in the back, Coco, Gracie, etc. They're out there looking to escort any survivors back to their communities, continuing with the legacy of their parents. As RJ speaks over the radio, he finishes with, if you can hear me answer back, this is Rick Grimes, which, of course, is his name. Right. And also the line that Rick said in the pilot. Then we end with a voice of a survivor on the other end answering back. Hello? And that's it. That's the end of the episode. So Probably we Rick. didn't get this thing with Rick and Michonne. We were going to get a scene that was, in fact, maybe a 15-year or so time jump where we get the, the kids as adults sort of, sort of uh, out there trying to get, you know, obviously looking for survivors to bring back to the Commonwealth. So very, very interesting that that was maybe part of the original script for this episode and something that I still want to see. Like, give us this. Give us this as the final episode of the Rick and Michonne show. Give us something where we see these characters into the future. We know that everything's panned out and that they've actually lived a a relatively kind of happy life where things have kind of been resolved a little bit, but yet there's people out there still years and years after this apocalypse has sort of gone down. So found that very interesting. So shout out to that insider report here. Um, if you guys want to go check it out, the the link here, I'll put it in the chat, but it's a uh, insider.com walking dead original ending from 2022. So take that what you will, but I found that really, really interesting. Another way that we might, might've seen this show wrap up or maybe something that they're saving for down the line for one of these spinoff shows. So yeah. Nice. Nice. No, like, yeah, I, with the whole time job, I wish it was more than one year afterwards, but with these characters, like, there's no telling, like, who lives, who dies within the time jump, um, but seeing the the remnants of kind of what happens or them flourishing now that Ezekiel and Mercer are governor and lieutenant governor, yeah. um, and seeing I how- I trust those work. guys. Yeah. Those are my guys. Yeah. 
So um, Ezekiel <laughs> has. Mercer, I could do a Mercer uh, slash. Uh, what's Ezekiel's last name? I don't know. Ezekiel. Ezekiel slash Mercer 2024. That's going to be my, that's who I'm just going to write them in, you know, yeah. just fuck it. I'm sure that whoever <laughs> we, we have to pick from is probably going to be horrible. So I'll just vote in fictional characters instead. But there anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, just seeing this kind of group and seeing them one year later um, and RJ and Judith on, on top of that. Um, that thing there, uh, looking out to the suns to the to the field horizon. Yeah, with the 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 scarecrows as uh, troopers, uh, Commonwealth troopers. Um, oh yeah, troopers. I didn't even notice that. Until yeah. now. that's really cool. It was cool, and she just says we're the ones who live. Um, it was yeah. kind of the on that that whole montage. There was a I don't know if it was right before this or right before the Rick and Michonne thing. This right is a before, montage. right as the Rick is sitting by the campfire there writing stuff out. Yeah, so okay. right before they kind of jump a little bit further. Yeah, that show uh, literally all the characters. Yeah, all every, the characters throughout the every series. single character that we've yeah. been introduced to. Yeah. yeah. I I like that just to kind of jog my memory on like what happened, what what was going on. Great to see T Dog in there because uh, yeah! I had a T Dog. Um, and um, sidebar, I don't know if you kind of caught this during the commercials or not, but there were like zombie commercials um, playing. Yeah, no, I, I watched were... on a AMC Plus. Okay, so okay, ads, so yeah, yeah. Um, so AMC had like zombie commercials like right when they cut to break um and they were like actual companies but like these people in like zombie form or like the characters in these commercials and oh, okay. some of these characters were andrea um Lori holden i think her name is andrea yeah. um was a zombie in like two of the commercials um the guy who played gareth who the the uh the cannibal, cannibal. guy yeah yeah he was he was um he was in the commercial as a zombie. Um like they had like actual speaking parts and things like that too. Wow. Um, and I think there was one more, I forget who it was, but like it was it was good, like a little good callback to like I was like, wait, is that Andrea? I was like, it's definitely Andrea. Um <laughs> I'll see if I can find those on YouTube yeah. somewhere. Yeah. 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 Um, but just seeing the whole montage of all the characters. Um, literally throughout the seasons was kind of cool yeah. um, because like you want to definitely reminisce on this whole series and kind of what happened, um, the, the big deaths that you kind of remember uh, and just the big plot points that, that you, you remember um, and kind of what got definitely us into being fans of this show uh, is, is something to kind of reminisce about. This is the last episode of, of this main show. Uh, and like, definitely it's, it's a whole series finale. So, um, it's definitely kind of worth, worth getting and those people getting yeah. those moments, um, was, was cool to see. Um, but yeah, it's a solid wrap up, a good send off to, um, definitely the people of who, like the people who survived, um, the ones who lived uh, and getting them to kind of just live on the legacy of of Michonne and Carl and um, these main characters who've been fighting to get to this point. So 
Um, yeah. Like I said, as I, I enjoyed this finale. I enjoyed um, kind of the, the ending of this year um, with all the nitpicks that we we've said in the last hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's still a good episode to, to kind of end on. Like we got a little Statler Waldor thing here for yeah. Muppets going on. <laughs> that was the worst. I didn't know. I honestly, I love this this uh, final season, this episode. Uh, it's just you know, it's an, it's inherent as our in our nature, I think, to like pick out things that we maybe yeah. don't like as much. But um, overall, yeah, really, really solid stuff. And uh, you know, we've been going for a bit, about over an hour here now, but a lot to cover, I think, for this this episode and this series overall but um yeah definitely gets a positive rating from me and uh one last thing i'll say is just to shout out how amazing this cast and crew has been throughout the course of this series you know even when the show is maybe dipped in quality a little bit i think that this is one of the more hard working you know i don't want to discredit anybody but just like you can tell that they're really like an, a family and that the cast and the crew are all very tight and yeah. the people involved in putting on this show, I think, have, have really stepped up to the plate and delivered something very, very satisfying for the fans, for the people that have stuck with it. So uh, appreciate all you that stuck with us in, in this review and everything in these these series, much like uh, some of us hardcore Walking Dead fans have have stuck with the series. You know, a lot of people tuned out. We get that, but the, you know, I think the the real loyal fans have stuck with it and were were satisfied. Uh, in the end. So just want to kind of say that as we wrap up here, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me, man. You got any final thoughts or plugs you want to make before we get out of here, Corey? No. Um, with this as just a whole, this, this series, the walking dead, again, I've been a fan since, since the start 2010, 12 and years, yeah, that's it's crazy. 12 years yeah. making these Sundays an appointment <laughs> Sunday nights kind of appointment appointment TV. No, I'm going to miss uh, having this on my Sunday night, like watching yeah. the show. Like, yeah. yeah. So there'll be the spinoffs and everything, but it's not the same. Yeah. It's, like, it's not the same. It's not the same. And yeah, like, I was, I was big on fear of the walking dead when it, when it was starting and kind of going, but um, I, I was one of the ones who fell off that show. Um, I definitely want to get back into that show. Same. Um, I like towards the end of season two right now in my yeah. binge list. Nice, so. nice because because <laughs> Morgan, like Morgan's one of my favorite characters on The Walking yes. Dead. Same. And obviously he's one on of the OGs too, like episode yeah, one. Literally episode one. Yeah. Uh, and he's on Fear of the Walking Dead. Like I've seen maybe one season with him on Fear of the Walking Dead, but like haven't been able to keep up. Um, just because I, I have no clue when that show comes on because it's been jumping around as far as like the time of years that that show is on. So um, I definitely want to get back into that show. Um, these other spinoffs that are coming up, um, I'll definitely check out once they do drop uh, next year um, and see how they go. But uh, Walking Dead, yeah. you're always going to have a fan and me. I'm always going to maybe go back to reading the series again, just as a, a fan of the comic book. Um, yeah, I should do that too. Reading that series, especially like the, the deluxe version that's out in color. Um, I definitely want to like jump into that uh, and see that. So um, yeah, it's, 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 it's cool. It, it's cool. I love this universe. Um, Tales of the Walking Dead. I haven't checked out yet. I know you have Dagan, but I haven't checked that Highly out. Highly recommend. I haven't really played like any of the video games or anything like that, but um, this universe as a whole is always cool because it's it's always more about the people and not the zombies. So, um, yeah, yeah, 
uh, yeah, this is, it's, it's cool. That's my, my last yeah. name. Um, I'm, always, I'm always here for the walking dead, anything. So yeah, yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think we're not necessarily need to do plugs. You know where to find Corey, yeah. you know where to find me. Uh, I think we should, we should play one more clip here uh, for old time's sake as we wrap things up. So here we go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back soon. I, I don't think this is the last time you'll see Corey on this channel. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know when the next when's the next time I'm going to be on a video. But yeah, we'll uh, figure something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got some ideas, but uh, uh, for sure, you 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 know where to find Corey on the socials. You know where to find myself. Uh, We got the uh, the wrestling trivia Grand Prix coming up this Thursday. The one plug I did want to get out there. uh, If you're if you're still watching this an hour and twelve minutes later, uh, (laughs) this Thursday it's going to be really really fun. Five thirty Pacific. Soda versus Sempervivi in a head to head Starcade wrestling trivia iron man match even if you're not a fan of wrestling if you're a fan of trivia and maybe a fan of the former schmodown uh, i think this is going to be a really really fun show that i highly recommend you all checking out so coming up live this thursday but again thanks you all for supporting the channel for supporting us here at let's get ready network and uh yeah that'll do it we'll talk to you all soon